What's going on and welcome to episode 68 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I am your host Sanchez Bailey and it's great to, it's, it's a good feeling, I can't, um, I can't lie, I've been definitely looking forward to like recording the podcast again. So much to look forward to. Um, salute to the, the listeners of old, appreciate you being with me throughout the journey. Um, I want to salute the new listeners as well. Um, I do want to encourage you to pass this on as well, uh, get the word back out that we're back on again. But then also like, you know, in every episode that I aim for there to be a gem that you can take. <clears throat> um, also based off scenarios that we would have seen or heard about as well. So it's a bit more applicable, it's a bit more realistic. And so, yeah, like I think this could add value to any baller that's out there. And wow, what's going on? What's happened in the last week? A lot of football going on. Um, I was really interested uh, or fascinated by hearing Haaland speak. I haven't really heard him speak. He had a, a nice interview with Sky Sports. He said a few things that I might actually take some content in and post some sport psychology related, um, you know, topics or subjects or even teaching points. But wow, football, what's been going on? So uh, obviously I was a happy man with the North London derby. Um, I don't really think there was much teaching points there to be honest maybe actually <clears throat> but there was you know one of the good things is that recently i've been able to catch up on a lot of football you know timings have been a very massive disadvantage for me however at the same time like what's probably in my our favor right now my favor should i say is is the the three hour difference currently now the clocks are about to change and so it's probably not gonna be in my favor very soon with the later kickoffs being a time when i would like to sleep but um, at this present time, I'm embracing it. It allows me to kind of keep myself up uh, to date with football. Been watching some match of the day as well, which has really been great. But there was something that I noticed when I was watching some of the games, and you know, it kind of stuck out to me a little bit because, and especially from the last episode, where I was speaking about you homing in and creating your habits and really pushing yourself, and sometimes that could be taken out of context. Now, does this correlate? But Conor Ben <laughs> and Chris Eubank, they got a massive fight um, this weekend, right? So um, one thing that you could possibly say is that Ben is doing, going over and beyond um, to win this fight, um, maybe accurately, maybe reasonably and responsibly, but it could be a chance that he may be going a little bit too hard not in terms of his training regimen but maybe for him putting him on weight maybe him thinking that he's gonna go there and knock the head off of Chris which he could eat which he could do but maybe it's a bit overzealous if that makes sense um, whereas Chris is pretty much the binary opposite and maybe that highlights more who knows but I just wanted to give you that example first before I link it to the example that I kind of noticed and so there was a young man and you know, I don't want <clears throat> to, this is one of the first times I'm kind of like focusing on something that wasn't a great or positive incident. And I don't want to necessarily use this episode to like alienate the slash mistake or, you know, I'm not trying to highlight on someone's um, struggles or, or negative um, experiences. However, there's a, there is a massive teaching point from it. And that's Nathaniel Chalaba. So... He's someone, you know, who's showed a lot of promise over the years with his time at Chelsea, um, you know, and he's still local now. He's playing at Fulham. 
and he's had these bouts of injuries, you know, it kind of reminds me of um, Loftus-Cheek in a sense, but he's, he's basically the, like the Loftus-Cheek um, of the generation before Ruben, you know. So like essentially he was one of the Chelsea prospects, was loaned um, to quite a few places, had a lot of promise, came back into the Chelsea team, did pretty well, but never really got that consistent break. Um, and thankfully for Ruben Loftus-Cheek, he's getting more consistency. Um, but maybe it might have needed a Shalaba to, to, to move to another club, do well at another club for Chelsea to see, okay, let's embrace these talents. So that's why I say they, they remind me of each other or like Shalaba would probably be like the older generation or the generation just before Ruben. Point being is that he hasn't really been getting the, the game time that he probably has wanted this season so far. So he was granted his first start. Not particularly too sure why, I'm assuming it's tactical or maybe what he's seeing, what they're seeing in training. Now I want to kind of pause that moment there and just to kind of highlight what someone could be thinking when they've been presenting their first start of the season. You know, especially with the context that you haven't been getting much game time. You know, a string of games is the one thing that you could maybe want in your career. And this is the one thing that he's not getting at present. And so I kind of want to just get you to paint that picture and you know thinking of all the episodes that I may have done sometimes it could easily be set within you to ensure that you're just going to give 200% 110% going into everything you know I've done episodes on being aggressive and although I am very specific on how aggression should be portrayed and, and displayed someone could take that the wrong way especially if they haven't had that mental training if they haven't had that mental preparation and and you know, the dedication that it takes to, to condition your mind for um, returning into the team and for competition. So you could just imagine, you know, someone who's just, is really keen to get back in the game as a midfielder, one of the things is going to be aggression, right? He's going to set himself out to be aggressive, set himself out to be someone that's um, very uh Undefeated in, in some displays. I feel like a lot of games can be won and lost in midfield. So he probably was going in there saying that he's going to be that contributing factor to win that game. And as a midfielder, aggression is a massive part. And he was going into that game for sure, knowing that he was going to be aggressive. You know, not only just to um, make himself more noticeable in the game, but more to contribute and or to, shall I say, to complement the play of his team. He comes on the pitch, you know, I'm, I'm don't, I can't speak for the mental preparation that was done, but he comes into the game, gets himself a red card, right? And I don't necessarily want to put him to blame in terms of that, because what his intentions were, was to do the very best. His intentions were to really give it his all and to really put the um, effort in and to be aggressive which is something that we always encourage for our players but there's a danger to this the danger in this context is that you could end up doing too much you could end up having that passion and desire which is needed in the game and it be the very thing that's going to stop you from getting the result that you actually want and how do you fix that and that's what we're going to discuss in this episode and what's going to really be that determining factor in terms of making sure that you've got that sweet spot is the way that you condition yourself mentally, how you prepare yourself mentally, and how you kind of set your agendas for your match days. This is going to be the massive part. And agendas allowed you to have 
purpose. Agendas allow you to have a base. Agendas also allow you to have um, a, a, a reference point for habit creation. So, look, let's just use Shalabar as an example. Look, you, get, you find out that the, the team two days before the match day, maybe one day before that you're starting. Right? Mistake number one. Your agendas should be set every week, irrespective to you playing the game and irrespective to you um, being in the starting lineup. Your agenda should be set. Your agendas kind of could contribute to your monthly goal, which contributes to your quarterly targets, um, and, and that contributes to your halfway target for the season and then maybe your, your goal for the season but broken down and condensed into your match day agendas. And if you're not familiar with this, please check out the episodes when I speak on setting your goals for the season. I can't remember the title or the name, but my titles are very clear, right? And that's something that we need to be uh, implementing as players is setting agendas. What are you going into this match day looking to achieve? Irrespective of your game time. If you are someone that's consistently not getting game time, then perhaps your match day agenda might be more conditioning or mental prep and then having an agenda of when you're given that time, what you're looking to do when you got on the pitch. The agenda should be, should be set. But if you are going to be starting, right, and you are playing and you're getting a run of games, your agenda should really be set so that the whole entire week you're working to create that habit that create a habit of aggression, create a habit of passion, create a habit of um, midfield dominance. And not necessarily trying to psych yourself up 24 hours before a game in that manner. It should all be a momentum built. And that's why I highlight the importance of training, but that's why I also highlight the importance of reflections, um, frequent reflections, because you're able to build a momentum. You're able to build from day to day. You're able to build from session to session and match day to match day. And by you being able to create match day agendas allows you to have that, that, uh, that measured expectation. You know exactly what you're going into the game to do. You mentally now prepared, prepared yourself. You're visualizing yourself in these instances of making that dominance. And guess what? You're visualizing the things that you've been doing the whole entire week because you've had your agendas set. So, um, in, in advance, right? And this is something that can really change the game if by you having that at the earliest convenience, you're able to build up momentum and not all of a sudden just be hit with an instant you're starting tomorrow and then all of a sudden you're now conjuring up all of these feelings of passion and desire and, and aggression. That could then easily be one of the contributing factors that happened to our then Nathaniel. And I would hate for people who are, you know, not getting the game time that they want, not trying to uh, ruin that um, opportunity that you have, but inadvertently ruining the opportunity you have because you was overzealous. And that could all be controlled from you measuring um, and, and, and measuring your agendas and, and setting that in advance and working towards this, irrespective of the level of game time that you do have. Because your match day agenda should be complementary to your game, right? Um, and then your agendas should also be context-based. You know, if you're only going to get 10 minutes or regularly been getting 10 minutes, your agendas will be set to making the most impact in a short space of time. 
maybe you might want to exploit something that you've been seeing um, or that typically happens towards the dying parts of the game. Maybe focus level. So maybe you might want to be uh, beating a man if you're a midfielder or a winger or maybe driving some shots towards goal. Or maybe you might want to um, ensure that you're getting yourself up early for headers, for clearances. Maybe you've been brought on to um, hold the lead, um, etc. Right? So your game... Uh, or match day agenda should definitely be context driven as well, but then also driven about what your quality is and what you want to get out of the game and what you're likely to get out of the game, which is a reflection of your skill set too. So it's all calculated measures. And that's something that I would like everyone to consider and, you know, take your time to think about the areas of the game that you want to improve, um, sharpen, as I mentioned last week, but then you're setting yourself agendas for the week, setting yourself agendas for training and building that up towards your match day agenda, which allows you to then mentally prepare, it allows you to reflect and, and build the momentum appropriately and not rushed so that everything is measured, everything's controlled and everything's the way that it's intended to be. And so I do hate the fact that I use Shalabar as an example, but let's use his moment as an opportunity for us to learn and to be better and to empower ourselves. And I'm sure he will do the same um, and hopefully he hears it somehow um, and he's able to kind of build especially when he's probably going to try and get back into the team again anyway um, I hope this has added value I also just want to add actually what you don't what you don't want for him now to be the case is that he comes back into the team and he's tame because of the that's another danger he's now without that psychological conditioning he might come back now and and underperform just to make sure that he's not overzealous in his game. But by applying this, you'll at least have that sweet spot. You'll be controlled and a lot more, um, gosh, I can't think of another word for controlled. Let's just say controlled again. <laughs> controlled in your approach. Anyway, I uh, hope this episode adds value. Please pass on. Um, if you haven't got the 30-day mindset planner, this would be a great uh, tool for you to kind of develop these match day agendas and daily agendas in training the 30 day mindset planner on amazon it's on my instagram link on my website as well so you can also get your hands on that um, i think that'll be a great way to build habit um, and it does say it takes 21 days to form a habit so by doing a mindset planner you're you're overbuilding and and you would have created a habit that you don't want to actually lose in your game and i think it will really enhance um, your season and development so um that's that's one thing i'll put out there there are a few sports psychology courses that i've got on my website www.sanchezbay.com check those out and ones on goal setting which does involve match day agendas um we have a confidence course we'd have a sub max course for those that are not getting back into the team so there is content out there as well to supplement the podcast material that can really add value to you all all right um hopefully catch you all soon and speak soon. Take care.